All right. Good morning. <clears throat> good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Irresponsible Podcast. Wah, wah, wah. I'm G Jack here with Lady and Gent, Ty and Trent, as always, and special guest Monica this week. Hi guys. Hey Monica girl. Flint Don't mind us. We all feeling a little good this Sunday. Um, it's a good day. It's definitely a good day. Um, I'm very happy to see y'all. We got a birthday in the house. Shout out to Doug. Yeah. 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 Other than that, what's going on with y'all? How y'all feeling? It's hot. It's yeah. hot. It is getting hot. And I keep drinking. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> it is hot as shit here. It's definitely warm, but it's warm vibrations, <clears throat> warm weather, and it's just a good time. But at the same time, we can't uh, ignore the fact that we still have work to do. I'm always keep bringing up Brianna Taylor's name until Amen. justice is brought up. Right. You know what oh, I'm saying? Um, we definitely need justice ASAP, as well as justice for a lot of shit that went down this week um i know we've been talking about a lot of social justice and just the civil unrest that's been going on but we can't not talk about it at the same time you know um it might be tiresome but at the same time it's important so with that being said the protests have continued um this week we've uh We've seen it to calm down just a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, it's still serious. So I just want to know how y'all feel about the protest. Um, what do you think the next course of action should be? And what are you guys expecting? Because I just feel like the work is just getting piled on at this point, to be honest with you. Ladies? Um, hi. Uh, I think it's really hard for me to talk about it, especially for, you know, being an Asian American woman. I different things that you guys do, and I know it's a lot harder for you guys. I'm always, I don't ever condone um, rioting and looting. Um, But in this situation, I feel like it was just like the tip of the iceberg. We're dealing with a pandemic. Um, We're getting stuck in a house, and we're just dealing with so many years of, like, oppression that... It's just kind of like a enough is enough. Um, obviously, peaceful protesting isn't going to work. Uh, that's not really a thing. People got mad about CAP for peaceful protesting. People got mad if you say any like violent words through like your rap music or anything like that. Um, so I think it's actually really effective. I feel like slowly but surely, um, it's giving a lot of the government like a lot of pressure to make changes, even though that's the sad thing about it, is that you have to do that and you have to do certain things to, you know, hear, for them to hear you. Um, but I'm all for it. I think there was a girl, I forgot her name, I think it was like Kimberly Jones or something. She was just kind of breaking down about like why people are rioting and looting and it's just like when you have been like in an unfair game for like 400 years and this is like the opportunity where you can get something like, you know, luxurious, it's just like a by all means, you know, and it's like you're just you're breaking a white man's pocket, anyways. Um, so I think protesting right now is a really good thing. Um, I think that it's not going to stop for a while because it's like just little changes or little things that should have been done before a protest is the only ones that's been taken to action. Compared to, um, it just has more laws they need to break. Like they passed a law about Breonna Taylor, but they didn't arrest the people. Speak on it. So that's like one of the things. And speaking of Breonna Taylor, one thing I really like, it might be a very controversial topic, but I've always thought about it. It's just like, a, I feel like with the whole Breonna Taylor and George Floyd situation, the only reason why George Floyd got more of the, like, the highlight and like, you know, everybody's attention is because it has to be filmed. And that's the thing about society right now is that you have to see it in order to feel it. And it's kind of sucks because it's just like, for Breonna Taylor, it's just, you know, she was just sleeping in her house, but because it wasn't filmed, it's like George Floyd was the more of the topic. And it's like, I don't, you know, put him in a pedestal where he is better or he's worse or anything like that. It just sucks because that's like one of the things right now is just sometimes things need to get filmed in order for it to have like speaking of film work to Dave Chappelle. Oh, that was yes. nice. Yes. That was beautiful. Yeah. Have y'all y'all peeped it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I did. It was, it was a bit cathartic, but I mean 
Dave does what he does. He does. So I appreciate it. And it was definitely right on time, and it was definitely necessary. Like you said, it was cathartic. <clears throat> it wasn't necessarily like the typical like funny Dave Chappelle special, but it felt more like a lecture, and I think it just put things in proper perspective, you know? Like, the way that he was able to relate each situation with timing and numbers and things, I feel like that really hits home to some people who might not have understood prior, which is hard to understand, but granted, you know? Yeah, you know? I I didn't know those facts. Yeah, it kind of... It's pretty eerie, right? I know our, our generation, we hold Chappelle in a different kind of light. Like, we grew up watching Chappelle shows. So oh, it's yeah. like that, that's, we hold that dear to our heart. But learning that about him, it kind of elevated him in my book for some reason. It's and like, it's, the crazy part about that is I watched that at uh, Sam's house. Yeah. And um, I was asking him after, I'm like, would you be mad if you got tickets to the show or if you went and you were an audience? And that was just like the, the show. Like, would you would have been satisfied? Like, how would you have felt? Like, would you have expected that to be the whole, you know, the whole little thing? Or So, me personally, I don't think so. Because, like I said, I hold him in a different light. Mm-hmm. So, that would be the Kobe of comedy to me. So, like, I wouldn't that. be mad if I was, like, had tickets to Kobe's last season, even though he played 15 minutes. Right. I got to see Kobe. Right. It's like, I'm, I'm not mad at Chappelle doing a 15 minute set. And then, honestly, um, <clears throat> we are in a time of pandemic, so it probably is some restrictions on how long you can keep a crowd that long and right. stuff like that. And he said they were making history because uh, I'm not sure if that's the only live event that was held during this time, but it's definitely the only one that's been filmed. So right. for that perspective, I guess it's always going to be historical. Right. Yeah, facts. <clears throat> Low-key, that was the first time... I sat down and watched Dave Chappelle, and as soon as that shit ended, the first thing I said was, this was not funny. That's Nick Freeze on the mic. You're, y'all know. That was the first time I, I sat down and watched Chappelle. I was like, this is not funny at all. Did you feel like it needed to be? Absolutely. This was, bro, I, I was fighting tears watching that shit the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it hit the same way Dave related it to, like, the numbers in his life. I just related to the experiences in mine. You know what I mean? Like, I, I went to school in Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hit up my homegirl um, the the other week. We was talking, and I'm like, you good? Like, what's going on and shit? And she was like, it's, it's crazy out here. I'm like, how your dude doing? He was like, his mom lived, like, on the same block type shit. So, like, it's fucking him up. You feel me? And then y'all niggas know how much I fucking Kobe and shit. You feel me? So it's like, I was like, bro, this shit was not funny at all. But, nigga, this was probably the greatest thing Dave Chappelle has done in recent years. And it needed to be heard. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It wasn't no lies in it. Like, 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 if you come into it thinking it's going to be a comedy, nah, but it's going to be some informative and empowering shit. You feel me? So I'm I'm going to have to suggest it off the rip. You feel me? If you haven't watched it, you guys check it out. It's amazing. Definitely. And uh, I thought it was brilliant the way he was able to Address his own controversy with just oh. <laughs> with just a quick little mention of Brazilian banks, and they kept it pushing. Bro, that that yeah, <laughs> I that, thought that that's was what made me brilliant. laugh more than you anything. Know? That's what made me laugh more. All right, than maybe anything. it's just my mind how that shit works. I think he was a little mad that he had to slip it in so ever so slightly <laughs> yeah. because oh boy on Twitter really stole his whole whole spill. Yeah, really did. Honestly, yeah. So I, I mean, I appreciated it. Yeah. I mean, uh, we all wanted to hear some type of answer for that, and um, it might not been as detailed as we would have wanted, but he definitely uh, didn't run from it, <clears throat> and he definitely gave uh, Candace Owens a big fuck you at the same time. He really he should, did, as he should. Which we all, I think, appreciated, because, you know, we all felt the same. And uh, speaking of uh, people feeling the same uh, with the NBA coming back... I can agree that we were all pretty much initially excited to know it's coming back, but now to see that players are somewhat divided on returning and, you know, somewhat becoming a distraction at this time where there's so much important shit going on. And it would be a, a bad look to see our prominent black athletes to be just housed in one spot for months at a time while it's a lot of shit going on outside. So I'm just curious to know, like, what are you guys' thoughts on players, like, 
you know, Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving who are kind of like, you know what, we're not thinking about basketball necessarily right now, and we want to do more than that. Like, what are you guys' thoughts? Um, for me, I, I'm optimistic about basketball coming back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I mean, if I respect your opinion, whether you if you feel like the best thing to do is like to, to stay out there. If you, if you don't agree with basketball coming back, like that's your opinion. I don't have no problem with that. I was I'm just personally being optimistic about it because if these are our black heroes, like if you think about it, athletes are really the ones that come from nothing and gain everything. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron has literally went from being technically homeless, you know what I'm saying, to fucking billion dollar contracts for night. You know and, and it's funny that you say that because I always um, wrestle with the thought that why in our community the prominent people are our entertainers, like solely. And I know that's a different subject, but it's that just something it. that always like bothered me because as great as LeBron James is, he's not a politician or adverse on all of these subjects as well as someone should be. That kind of speaks to the sign of the times. Like, they're the people with the most exposure. Yeah. So it's like, why not utilize that platform to speak on it? True. So my take on it, like, of course, diehard basketball fan, Laker fan. Uh, I would love to see them win it. And I would love to see basketball come back. Aside from my personal preference, I would love to see basketball come back because it's good for the people. But at the same time, I'm not mad at a black man utilizing his platform to address situations that need to be addressed. Like, it's bigger than a sport. Like, there are real situations happening in the world. But at the same time... There's national, ways to go about it. Yeah, national TV is another platform. Like, everybody's not on Twitter. Word. Everybody is not watching the news to see what's going on in these streets. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be a national platform. Imagine LeBron right before halftime. LeBron, you got a great half, da 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 Yeah, we play well, but, you know, they still haven't arrested the, the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Great point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Imagine, imagine that on national TV, and that's the message across... All you know what I'm saying. All forms of media. It's that's, not just yeah. the internet. It's not just the news. It's, it's, it's everything. We got to get that that type of shit out there. And I feel like it's already gonna be controversial with basketball coming back. So people are gonna it, it's gonna have a lot of attention to it. Let's keep fucking fighting the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like use that shit as your platform. The majority of them players is African American. Y'all got the power. Do what y'all want. You me? Same with the NFL. Like it, it. it's it's funny how like we harping on the NBA coming back, yet the NFL season has not started. Yeah. So I'm eager to see what they do with that. Like Colin Kaepernick still does not have a job, and now everybody is co-opting the same mission that he started off with. So. And now all of these teams and coaches are bowing to take nils at I, every I, game. I, now it's, it's it's great to see that yeah. everybody is aligning themselves with it, but. Exactly. Yeah. Give that man a job. It, it kind of looks like pandering to Give me. Give that man a job. The NFL has been silent, though. Huh? Who was that that called out the NFL? Was that Snoop Dogg? The, no. the players did their own thing, the honestly. The players did, their Black yeah. Lives, did a Black Lives Matter video, and Patrick Mahomes, the Super Bowl MVP of this year, and the, the season and the, MVP yes. of last year, yes. is in that video. Mm-hmm. So that is, uh, that is a compelling thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, an NFL executive said that Roger Goodell had to make a statement because his star quarterback and Super Bowl MVP and the future of the NFL for the next decade is preaching this message and if we are against him, we're going to be fucked. So that shit was the most disingenuous shit that I've ever seen, but fuck it, let's roll. Cap still need a job. Exactly. (laughs) Cap definitely still needs a job, and um, but I'm still curious at this point should we still be supporting the NFL? And I know it's bigger than us. Um, we're not the sole supporters of the NFL. But at the same time, they've shown their ass, like, more occasions, you know? Uh, and they definitely... And then now it's kind of like their back is against the wall to where they have to, you know, acquiesce to the times. But, you know, I feel like... I don't know. I kind of feel conflicted at times because we all have our favorite NFL teams, but... It just doesn't feel feel right to watch, you know, that this is somewhat of a slave organization. Are y'all going to have that same energy uh, Super Bowl? 
I mean, so keep it hot. Like I have not watched an actual Super Bowl game in the last four years due to different circumstances. So like I don't feel nothing if the Super Bowl don't happen. As long as we just use that as a day to congregate, that's what I look at it as. Super Bowl is just like the Fourth of July. I don't think we necessarily celebrate unless it was the year that the Rams were in the Super Bowl. LA definitely celebrated. Oh, yeah. It felt good. You know, it felt good for our hometown pride, but. Other than that, it's just it's a day to congregate, like you said, and um, just having a, a reason to come together. But for the most part, we do celebrate Super Bowl big time, though. Just yeah, like only celebrate for the food, like me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> congregate. Let me watch the dance. Uh oh, Monica celebrates for halftime, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Commercials. Let's not forget the commercials. The commercials have been the commercials been kind of the last couple of years. <laughs> the producer watches the damn game. Yeah, we, 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 we. Shit ain't been hot since uh, Baby Vader. That was Booby Miles on the mic. <laughs> but but let me let me break it down like this. If if you really think about it, the majority of the players are, you know what I'm saying, Us? quote unquote minorities. So if we support those players and we want those players to do well, we kind of have to support the NFL. It's a catch-22 for sure. You no pun intended. Right. Um, it's, it's tricky. Um... I definitely don't have a right answer even for myself, so let alone to say as a group or community we should decide on. It's definitely a case-by-case situation. Whatever you feel is right, you should do. The answer is support the people. Yeah. Regardless of what they choose to do, just support the people. That's how we're going to move forward. Facts. And um, I concur. With that being said, uh, it's just more people than the NFL who who have been showing their ass, who are trying to act like they're down with the people um, Trump, another one included, who has the nerve to plan a visit to Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth. That man's out of his mind. And it's just, I just don't even know what to say at this point. Um, most times when it comes to Trump, I'm left speechless because I don't really want to give him too much real estate in my mind. But at the same time, it's just like God damn, man, Like since you've been in office, we have not had a break not one day. There's always been some shit with this guy, and I just, I want to know how y'all feel the up, upcoming elections are coming up. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't really feel too gung cold about Joe Biden. Uh, I feel like this is like Hillary versus Trump 2.0, and I just, I have voter depression at this point, just straight up, and I just want to know how y'all feel. Like, what are y'all thoughts on this upcoming election? Do you think we should rally our vote behind Biden, even though he's not too much lesser of an evil, but he is, I guess, indeed the lesser of two evils? Um, I just feel like anybody's going to be better than Trump. Yeah. That's like, oh, that's one thing. And I don't remember 2016, 2016 that much, but from my understanding, I'm pretty sure he didn't win the votes. He won the election. He won the So that's the part that kind of gets tricky because it's like I remember, I like I always remember like the like chance the rapper quote me if I'm wrong, but it was just like out of frustration. It's like uh, people did vote, yeah. but our votes didn't matter. So that's the part that's just kind of like the hard part. It's like I'm still gonna vote, you know. I'm still gonna like bank on voting. Like everybody's like majority votes will probably still win, but it just sucks because it's like a, electoral votes can still like really trump. Like, no pun intended, yeah. but like it could still be um, people's votes, and that's the part that's just kind of frustrating. But it's not like me not encouraging or like mm-hmm. saying, you know, voting isn't um, voting shouldn't like matter or anything like that. It's just that's the sad part about it was the electoral votes really still did like its, its work, and that's the part that's like the frustrating thing. All I can say is uh, be ready for this election to get real nasty, yeah. Uh, I'm standing on the ledge here. I feel like Trump is going to try to hold them stimulus checks over our head and try to uh, masquerade it as reparations. Somehow he's going to he's gonna uh, mention reparations, and I feel like that's going to happen. But I think Biden is going to try to secure the black vote uh, by nominating a black woman. If it's not Stacey Abrams, it's going to be Kamala Harris. So that's going to be... <clears throat> It's going to be a good look, but it's going to be done out of a pandering standpoint. So, like, I don't know. It's going to get real nasty. I'm, I'm not going to 
nobody fucks with Trump, but I'm, I don't really all the way fuck with a white man telling me that I'm not black if I vote for another person. Who are you to tell me what I am? So it's like, it's a catch-22, like G said. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Voter depression is real. Yeah. Why do we only have those two options? Who comes up with those options? Uh, historically, that's just how it works. If I'm not mistaken, we can still write in the person that we want, but at the same time, that's, that's taken away yeah. a vote from the person that should be in there, mm-hmm. i.e. anybody but Agent Orange. Um, I definitely think <laughs> we like, should say Asian Wars. Yeah. I definitely think Chester we should Cheeto. be transitioning yeah, back into that nigga uh, fucking uh, no. I'm not giving him an official title of that shit. Asian That's Mike when he got back. That nigga. That's Mike when he got The stand in. That's what he is. We should be transitioning back into uh, a little bit more cultural uh, representation in the White House. I feel like it's like a, a trade-off at this point. We had George Bush, then we had Obama for eight years. Now we got Trump. I think it's about time we get some diversity back in the White House. I'm um, trying to think. Was I talking to Bruno when, when we were saying that all the presidents in our lifetime have been like also wild shit? Yeah. If you think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like we came like Clinton got his dick sucked type shit. Yeah. I did not have sexual it, relations. It, it, yeah. Pointed like this, you feel me? Then we come, we got Bush, you feel me? He cheated. First of all, he cheated to get in. That nigga got shoes thrown at him. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they hated that nigga. Right but the nigga don't. 9-11, you know what I'm saying? That shit, the fucking, the, the recession uh, with that nigga, you know what I'm saying? We came into that shit, all these fucking banks and shit crashing. We got Obama, nigga, the first fucking black president ever. You know what I'm saying? That's some crazy uh, shit. Yeah, that's crazy. And then we got this motherfucking diva right now. And and not to be conspiracy theorists, but sometimes that makes me think, like, is this shit all predetermined, to be honest with you? And I don't want to be that guy, but to be that guy. Um, in my lifetime, this presidency shit has always looked funny in the light. From Clinton to all the shit that he signed and passed where he was supposedly supposed to be for us playing jazz and stuff, but this criminal bill gets signed under him. Then you think about George Bush, George W. Bush. He pretty much stole the election. I mean, like, literally stole the election. I don't, if you don't, if you're not familiar with that whole controversy, please watch Fahrenheit 9-11 and also uh, just Google it. Just Google his affiliations, his family affiliations and policies and the government <clears throat> all together. But, and then even beyond that, Trump and this Russian interference and Obama, as much as Obama was a great president, he was running against John McCain. It's like... I mean, was John McCain really a great candidate at that point? What do you guys actually think about the play of money on elections? It's nasty. I feel like that's what predetermines it, honestly. Um, it's who got the biggest the biggest money to play with. Or the biggest, biggest yeah, yeah. That's how pretty it much. is. It's like the they pay for these policies to get passed, honestly, and... Um, yeah, that's just my thoughts on it, to be honest with you. I don't really have too much hope in uh, government on a, on a national scale. I think we should all pay attention locally if you really want to see effective change. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much faith in the national government. Yeah, it's not getting nastier. It's just we got more access to it. Yeah. And with the great shit. information, you, you just, you know, ignorance is bliss, truly. Like, ignorance is bliss. Do you guys ever think uh, a black woman will be running for president anytime soon? Maybe? I wouldn't be mad at it. I think we all want to see Michelle Obama. Oh, of course. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah, even though she's be. she's greater than our job, to be honest with you. Um, she's definitely a great candidate for it. She has the diplomacy. She's very intelligent. And she has a husband who's she done the job. She was on the front line when you know? her husband was doing it. She's actually doing yeah. something. Uh, I mean, statistically, black women are running shit yeah. right now and have been for uh, a number of years. So it's like, I, I wouldn't be mad at it. How do you feel about Keisha Lance Bottoms? I've been hearing her name come up a lot. The mayor of Atlanta. Um, she's she's definitely been a, a force in her community. And I think a lot of people like the job that she's doing. And she's speaking a lot 
uh, speaking out a lot against all of the police brutality that's been going on. And um, how would you feel if she was to become the running mate for Joe Biden, for instance? I'm going with my, my sister all day. Yeah. All day. Mm-hmm. And is that a cheat code? Uh, well, yes. 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 It can be. It, I, I mean, I can make a case for it. Yeah. They know when you see a black face that you gonna vote. Mm-hmm. So they gonna put one in their camp. I don't know that much about Kamala Harris, like her controversy, but like mm-hmm. there was a lot. Like just because she was like an like a black woman didn't mean anything yeah. to people because they knew like other things that she did. I don't. Right I don't ass. know that much about her, but I just know that it was like she was either funding yeah. like jail like something that has to do with that she was so. a prosecutor so it was kind of like she helped way. yeah, yeah. she wasn't for the people she kind of helped contribute to the the bill that was passed you know quick question since we have multiple women on the platform what do you think or how would you feel with a woman president how much confidence do you have in her to make a decision under emergency I have a lot of confidence in a woman because we do that now under emergencies. We take care of business. So I feel, I mean, y'all can argue it because I see some faces turned upside down trance. I'm not saying that y'all don't. Call them out. But uh, I'm saying like it wasn't just me. It's other people in this room. I'm not saying that I don't have faith in y'all, but would you say that that's kind of a biased answer? No, because I feel like if it's something that needs to be done, a woman is going to do it. We get shit done off cameras. I believe if it was a black woman in the spotlight and, you know, running the country, she would get shit done. And she would have a lot to prove. We already feel as black women, we have a lot to prove. We have to work twice as hard because we have a lot to prove, just being black and being a woman. So I feel like she would show her ass and get shit done if, if need be. Show her ass so, in a good way. In a good way. Gotcha. I have a question. I'm not mad at it. Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, they always say behind every great woman is a great man. I mean, behind every great man is a great woman. Do you agree that behind every great woman is a great man? Um... Hell no. Hell no. So why wouldn't that propel women to be... It's just the same. No, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if that's true, why wouldn't women be more leaders if they are more independent? They don't get the opportunity. The honestly, we don't yeah. get the opportunity. Talk, talk about, we don't get the opportunity. My question, I, I follow-up question is the reason I ask that is because basing it off emotion, right? Uh-huh. I think a narrative was saying like if some shit go down, would a woman press that red button faster than a man press that red button? We don't know. We're gonna have to see how you making her feel. Honestly, thank See that? No, 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 that nigga's a bitch. He, 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 he a said bitch. a lot of things with multiple emotions, and I feel like if you want to talk about it are, it, are women going to react off emotions? I feel like Trump does that all the time. All of his responses are like that. He does. He says the first thing that comes to his head because that's how you made him feel at the moment, and he doesn't. He 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 does that on purpose. I feel so. I feel like it could go both ways, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like a woman can run this country a little bit better. Argue with me if you want, but I, that's me personally. I mean, we could talk about it, but that's a, that's a topic. It's a deeper, darker. <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm definitely not opposed to it. It would be very interesting to see, though. Like, that Very is a lot of power for a woman to have. Very I mean, if we won't change, one, that that is one, radical change. Like I said, it came, it came more so to that emotional piece. Like, like you said, it, I didn't mean to like, go after that, but it's like, we know what happens if we can piss it, we piss it, be my love. Yeah. Like you, can piss, you can piss your homie off and she might go walk away. You piss the female off, she might kiss. I mean, if. She might. I mean, yeah, to, scientifically. I yes. think that's the case. But uh, over that, I mean. We if, based off his showing. No, I mean, as Americans in America, if we want to see change, I would think that would be the progressive move. Like, of course, they tried to, to push a woman president on us with Hillary Clinton, but I mean. I feel like we're having problems putting Obama's picture in the White House right now. So just imagine if we did have a woman in office and how much shit she would have to put up. We have a problem because of the person that's in charge. Yeah, I know. We still ain't seen no Harriet Tubman 20s. 
Yes. Let's talk about it. Weekly version of Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I'm waiting to say tub. Tub. I'm mad at it. I'm not mad at it. What runs the world? It's Women. a ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไ
Yeah, y'all wildin' on a Sunday afternoon. Nah, it's just being real, honestly, because uh, we're on social media and it's summertime. Like, people are outside protesting, but people are just happy to be outside. Sundress season. Whoever says sundress season, God bless them, because they did that shit. They did that. For real? Seriously. So, I mean, everything is starting to open up slowly. I'm starting to see people getting drinks. I drove past the Fox Hills Mall, and that shit was packed. And it was like 11. Really? Yes. So, are y'all excited about that? How y'all feeling about that? I'm I'm good on it. I just, I mean, I know that there hasn't been adequate testing, and we don't get the results quick enough to know what's really going on, you know what I'm saying, so, um, I'm, niggas I'm don't not, care, niggas don't, don't niggas care, don't bro, because at the same time, right. if it's lit, if you, if you, if you hit me, be like, hey, nigga, we here, and it's going up, <laughs> I might pull up, my nigga, I'm, I'm gonna have my mask on, though, I'm gonna have my mask on, but I'm definitely gonna be in that thing, but it's, I, I don't know, it's weird, it's weird, it's, it's, I just wish everybody could be on the same page about shit, like, why are, why are doctors saying that, you know, we should still wear masks and shit, but the city is like, we're releasing a fucking bill where you don't have to wear masks. Well, do you believe that cases are increasing? Because I've been seeing conflicting reports. I haven't seen anything. Yes and no. Yes, I'm with that. Yes or no. There are certain, there are more people catching coronavirus because, nigga, we have been in this this time and space where the shit is spreading but there are also people who are dying of other causes right. and it being labeled as coronavirus, coronavirus that part for right reasons outside of you know what I'm saying do y'all think we it's the same dive into from the first wave um no I'm gonna be honest I don't know what's real to be honest I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Because I'm saying, I personally feel, because the, the information is too conflicting, and I don't like that. It, it's just too inconsistent, so it's we harder to really believe. We don't really know. Because, like, if you look at the early videos coming from China, like, niggas was dropping dead off that shit. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, all right, you got to wait 14 days to know if you got the shit, and mm-hmm. then months is collapsing and so on and so forth, and, like, all the information keeps changing. Like damn near daily, so it's like I don't know, man. That and I would also say numbers are going up because some people are just not getting tested. So it's not like there's a that's the one, yeah. Some people probably just were late to getting tested. So now that there's more available tests and they're free, it's gonna seem like it's a spike because of the time, but it's just happening. Also, how accurate do we know these tests are? They're not. They came out with statistics saying uh, the company that produces the test for the White House, that they're only 65% accurate. And so if that's the White House uh, go-to production company, then what's to say what it is like for us? Um, And also, we aren't doing in-depth testing. We're just doing mouth swabs in our car. They're administered by ourselves. And some people even say the the water-based solution in the tubes. I don't know if anybody got tested, but I got tested. So what you have to put in there, they came to find out that that's actually uh, not conducive to getting a proper result. So, so we really dilute. don't know how many people have it and don't have it. Like the tests are coming back. Like it's really not something you can stick to and say this is uh, right. Uh, accurate test. Yeah. Gotcha. So I know a couple people, uh, I would say about five people who are frontline in hospitals. Um, cases are on the rise. Mm-hmm. They're not going just by test results. It's by a bunch of other measures, and it's corona. Coronavirus, most pandemics, they go in three waves. So we got through the first wave. We were on the downswing of the first wave. Now the second wave is coming back up. So just a little context. Testing is not, you're right, it's not, the test itself is not fully 100% accurate. But there's a bunch of other factors that they test in. The numbers are going back up. It's not a game. We don't, of course, a lot of us don't know people personally who have gotten it. It's a lot of people in the world. My cousin actually passed away from it. Right. A lot of people may say, I don't know nobody who got it. That don't mean nothing. With that being said, um, it's something to take serious. Definitely. It is something to still be precautious about. Don't, because the government say it's cool to go back outside, Mm -hmm. don't hop your ass back outside. The government is saying our economy cannot handle six more months of shutdown. We gonna open back up. We gonna let you niggas who wanna go outside go back outside, and y'all gonna be the ones who get it and die, and boost that economy back up. And everybody who left is cool. They will do that. 
They will. They have done it in the past, and they will do that. Yes, and I look at that as a dog whistle to us because black people do have the most spending power in America. So it's like Atlanta was the first city to open back up. What's Atlanta? Hell, predominantly yeah. black. <laughs> They're not opening up Wisconsin. They're not opening up Nebraska. But then was the main ones protesting. But we not gonna go back. We not gonna go back to the internet. We not gonna get back. Niggas just wanna shake their ass and go to Benihana's. What's wrong? Benihana's is over. Everybody cook and shake your ass on Zoom or Facetime. It's the same. I know hella people that's like, I just wanna go outside just to go outside for no reason. For no reason, I just wanna go outside. Um, but one thing to say about this whole coronavirus thing is just you're gonna lose people if you keep extending it rather than enforcing it. So I feel like if you had like a if from the beginning where it was just a two to three weeks, like it's a for sure shutdown, not, oh, 50% of Americans are gonna be inside and the other 50% are gonna be outside because they're considered an essential worker. Like besides like, you know, like the medical field, like I'm all for it, but at the same time, it's just, it's hard. Like they're gonna keep extending it because of the simple fact that um, there's only, it's not as effective. It's you have 50% of, you know, still are still out and about because they have to be. Like, some restaurants don't need to be open. Like, if it's that's the case, if a real essential worker, it's, like, people at grocery stores because you need to stock up. But, like, in and out doesn't need to be open. You know what I mean? Facts. So, that's, like, the hardest part. And I feel like, for us, it's just, like, we're tired of, you know, extending and extending. You said we were done by May, and then all of a sudden it became June. So, I think right now people just don't care. But at the same time, it's, like, it's hard to live life with fear. Especially with the situation, you don't know where the germs are. You don't know how you can get it. People are asymptomatic. Um, but I think for me, like personally, and I feel like a lot of people probably would agree too, the biggest or fear we have is giving it to someone that's either immunocompromised or has the health risk. Because there's a lot of health or a lot of um, underlying disease that like our loved ones have. Like my mom has hypertension. She's pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not afraid to get it, but I'm afraid that I'm going to pass it on to my mom that can't survive it. Right. right. Because my brother is a respiratory therapist and shout out to him. Um, he's more of a, he's a frontliner for sure. Cause he's the one who has to deal with respiratory disease, like problems and all that stuff. And I feel like, Everyone that does have problems has something to do with an underlying disease. Yeah, most people who die, they have, they're susceptible. Yeah, and so that's why I just feel like, you know, I'm, for me, it's like a, I stay or like I try my best to, you know, prevent like me getting it because I don't want to ever live or I don't want to live knowing that I will pass it on to a loved one or anybody that can't survive it. Now, when you say try your best, what do you mean by that? And the reason I asked that is like, because... Like, well, it was like, at first it was social distancing, but like I said, like, now it's just more like living life with fear. Like, obviously everything's opening up, you know what I mean? And it's just, people are not caring anymore and to top it off, like... We we never cared enough. Yeah. We, if you look at, America is one of the last countries left that still has this problem. Mm-hmm. Most other countries at this point, they're good. Look at Italy, Central Europe, New Zealand. Australia, New Zealand. Because they actually they locked that shit down, down immediately because <laughs> right. they're, if you let people do what they want to do, there's always going to be people who are going to either not take stuff seriously enough, not be educated enough. The government in them places shut shit down effectively and they're good. Look at us. It wasn't no protest or none of that bullshit. They didn't have they couldn't right. do any of that. We ain't talking about that. But yeah, people protesting for, for masks and all kind of dumb shit. If we would have got past all that in the first place and mm-hmm. shut down like we should have, yeah. we as Americans, we not we not used to being told what to do. We if, don't like that. If we go back further than that, if we had somebody that was competent enough to keep the guidelines that was given to or, them or somebody who didn't cut ninety percent of the emergency uh health care budget. Mm-hmm. Then we wouldn't be this here. This nigga wanted to eradicate everything that a black man do, despite what the ramifications was. Like, we, we got a jackass sitting in the most important seat in, in the world, low-key. So, I'm, I mean, it, it's bigger than just... It's up to us now. Like, the people in charge were supposed to handle this shit. They didn't. It's up to us. We got to be more responsible. Although they open this shit back up, stay your ass at home. Right. It's not that serious. Like, nigga, they just want the money that they gave you so they can use that shit for whatever. We ain't getting that shit. I have one thing to say about the. Kind of what you were saying. Oh, sorry. Sorry what you were, what you were kind of saying. The, the comparison is always hard about the government shutdown because we forget how big of a country we are. Like, all those other countries, they have limited resources. We have all the resources in this whole globe type shit on this planet. You know what I mean? So, like, we have to take into account more things. 
right? Rather than so let's just com- do a comparison between USA and New Zealand. We know it's a big difference between both countries. We, I would say probably the size is more of an issue, not resources, because we have to outsource a lot of ours. And when it came to uh, beds for the ICU, we actually donated a lot to China during December. So it was almost like we were, as a country, we, like, we were aware of what was about to happen, but we don't really have any resources. That's why we're in this problem of having to quarantine to lessen the amount of people going into you know ICU rooms and whatnot. Because but we import everything. We don't exactly. You don't really produce much. No, so my, my, my thing about the resources, that, that was kind of like a bland term, and I'll explain a little bit more. It's like we have more restaurants. We have more clubs. We have more... Business, we have more businesses in those other countries, so it's easier for them to shut down than the businesses over us shut down more countries. I feel like, you think it's not? You think I feel like America is just more about, like, the government is just more about the economy. So you providing all these tests is not because you want to provide the test and save the people. It's that you want to provide the test so that you can make the curve go high, that once you get everybody to test and get it, you know, then you can make it go down. So with you you know, making it, like, you want that surge to happen, you want it to heighten all the way, like, climax, so that they can reopen the economy because they see it going down. Not that it means it's effective or anything like that, it's just the government, all they care about is economy. So, the more you're inside, the more money's not going to be made. It's not because we're actually, the coronavirus is gone now. It's just that they want to flatten the curve. That's the whole goal, is flatten the curve so the economy can go back up. I'll put it like this. People in charge told you that that shit was a hoax. Stay your ass at home, because they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's, really that's the moral of the story. Stay they don't know what they're talking about, so stay home. I have a question. There's, a, there's se- seven uh, medical companies that are being funded by the government to uh, help come up with this uh, vaccine by January. Most of the six are traditional companies. The cancer cards causing companies. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if we want to talk about it, like, but I got to So the whole thing now is called Operation Warp Speed, and so the government are funding, like I said, seven companies. But the whole thing is, there's no transparency with it. Do you think we should be made aware of what's going into the? Because as of right now, they're saying there's no transparency. We won't know. We're doing a rush to get it done by January, which is really expedited. And I don't know if you've seen Melinda Gates uh, tweet or her comment is that the elderly and black people need to be tested first. Um, I'm a little eerie about, well, not that they need to test it, but they're the ones that are at most risk. So they're the ones that need to be helped taken care of. So I'll I, I put it like this. Hey, I'll wrap that shit up, B. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a deeper, darker link. I just don't have that much credence in white people telling black people what they should do. We need to do the science for ourselves. We figure out what we can do for ourselves, and we can move forward from there. Facts. Um, let's put a button on that topic. That's a great dialogue, but we still got work to do. Like I said, we started off saying... Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. We still need justice for her. With all that being said, like, don't let anything distract you from that fact. Live your life. It's summertime. Don't stress yourself out, you know. You still got to take care of yourself, but at the same time, let's get this justice served for everyone. Um, <clears throat> It's summer. The mood always changes when um the sun is out, and I just want to know what music y'all listening to that reflects that. Um, I don't know, I'll be having my same little stuff in your face, and I'm still... What is that same little stuff? <laughs> we need to know. Um, I, I always have my list of my, my oldies. I've been on oldies heavy lately, I don't know why. For the last name couple of weeks, name I've been Say their name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my Smokey Robinson, I've been on. Um, I've also been on my late 90s, too, okay. so my Jodeci. And late 90s? Well, early, early 90s, 90s, I mean, I'm sorry. Early 90s, my Jodeci. Um, I've just been going back and forth, really. I've, I haven't really been tapping into nothing new uh, lately. Um, but just whatever vibes. I've been on my Bob Marley. Yeah, whatever, yeah I've been on Bob Marley heavy. is perfect for this time right always. now. Yeah, always. Recently, I've been... Like, I just go... 
like I have kind of a specific genres I listen to um, but right now I'm really into like Afro beats and like Nigerian music Ooh. I really like uh, Tiwa, Tiwa Savage you don't know how to pronounce her name I really like her I really like um, Malik Berry Coffee mm-hmm. um, Coffee I really like that and like J-Hus and all that stuff yes. um, I've been listening to them a lot um, if I don't listen to them I'm it's kind of like this face will probably like you know make you like surprised but I actually really like rap music so I've been listening to Freddie Kiss Freddie Gibbs album a lot hey, lately hey, um, Freddie Gibbs and Westside Guns albums probably my top two of the year um that's yeah. girl <laughs> um but yeah that's what I kind of listen to right now um I Chloe and Hallie how, hey, how old are they? Music. Please tell me how old Chloe and Hallie are. Because I've been seeing them on Tumblr, and I'm like, what are these folks like? They're, they're not twins. They're not twins. They're sisters, bro. I thought they were twins. What the fuck is going on? They're Chloe niggas out here. They look. They're not twins. They're 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 not twins at all. No. Whoa. I got a question. Chloe and Hallie is grown out here. <laughs> why, why we ask? <laughs> why we ask? Why we ask? Why we ask? Because I've been seeing them. I'm like, why are they dressed like this? I don't know how old these ladies are, but I know they're why, not twins for why, sure. Why we? Why we ask? I'm only asking because I've been seeing them in outfits. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They're grown but, ass. But, but, they're all right, all right, elaborate. They're of age. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. We're gonna say they're it's, at it's age. One of them that's like ah, you know what I mean? I didn't like. We're gonna put a top on. Didn't like it. We're gonna put a top on. Nah, it's one. What's going on? What's going on? Comments of the times? Like nah. No. Okay, well, yeah, no, they're grown. They out here grown and, okay. and living their best life. Tell me something, because I wasn't with it at first. <laughs> they grow. Don't take my question in as opposite. I feel like it, it looked kind of a little weird, <laughs> but uh, once you find out that they grown, it's like, all right, I feel I was like, all right. You know what I mean? Put around me. Well, I haven't really listened to their music, uh, to be honest music? with you. Uh, I know they're talented, yeah, they though. Signed, all jokes aside. Yeah, yeah, and whatever right. Beyonce does, they do. They follow. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> does Beyonce still have it? Yes. <laughs> so, hey, I'm asking. I'm, I'm just asking to be sure. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Let's not do it. Are y'all more anticipating the Beyonce album or Rihanna album? Rihanna all day. You would rather hear a Rihanna album? Yes. I'm going to ask all of you. She dropped stuff. Rihanna hasn't dropped anything since 2016. Did y'all listen to the Carters? No, I I'm gonna look into the Carter album. I actually listened to the Carter. I fucked album. with no, it. Did you? I, I fucked with it. I like the Carter. I don't think a lot of people listen to it. To be I'm honest. not really. I wasn't really because I'm not. I mean, Jay Z is whoever y'all gonna say he is, but I'm really not. I was never really big on Jay Z like that. He's cool. As an artist or a person? Just as an artist. As a person, I was. You don't like Jay Z and no, the collaborations? The, the collaboration, I wasn't interested in it. You like Crazy in Love like that? Crazy in Love was amazing. That was probably one of the best. What was whatever the other Deja Vu? You didn't like that? I love Deja Vu. Yeah, but just as me. Oh, three Bonnie and Clyde. Me just going around bumping Jay Z. Nah, you probably not gonna never see that. True. Nah, I got a little point on Jay Z to it. I feel like this is a Jay Z you can digest. Never really listened to it. Never really. Was was he, is that he has such a strong <laughs> image yeah. brand that anything he say will be deemed as cool. Jay Z has a great he is as a person. But Jay Z like, just has that content. Everybody going to be a judge. Yeah, right, right. But don't don't sleep on his lyricism. No, we're not gonna sleep on his lyricism. Right? But some of the things he say, you'd be like, ah, that's like what? Give me an example. So I, I, I'll I mean, put it I like this. The I think even though it's a good title, but it's like that's a hook. I think what that's a triple entendre. That's a triple entendre. How many times have you heard a triple entendre? Be real with yourself. Not often enough to disregard it. So where it's like regular, regular. Bro, like, that's a triple entendre that you get. I'm sorry, I'm sparking up this conversation. Speak, I shouldn't even have brought this. Does that not speak to his greatness that we can disregard that triple entendre as if that's something that's yes. greatness? And that was basic on a remix verse. We'll just say this. He's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Right. That's all I, I got a question for you. We we gonna we gonna put a, a, a cap on that and say what's good with y'all this week. Just one last question. Ladies, so, y'all so much. I don't want to hear Beyonce. Y'all rather hear Rihanna. So how do y'all feel about the new 
summers, like the Arnettics, the Summer Walkers, the... I love them. This season, to a certain degree, how do y'all feel about the R&B up-and-coming young ladies that's in R&B? It's fresh. The, the, the sound is fresh. I mean, the vibes are fresh. So I'm always with a new a new sound. Uh, Summer Walker, out of all of them, I would probably go with Ari Lennox, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. Her range, her vibe, her naturalness. She's bringing back that back that 90s natural vibe. Uh, it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to have your natural hair. So I'm loving that all the way. Summer Walker was on the same shit though. Until. Project. Yeah. She had like three. No, and she got, and she's not natural. She's not natural no more. Shout she out got, to yeah, Dreamville though. Shout out to Dreamville because Ari for sure came from backseat. And Revenge of the Dreamers. That's what really put Ari Lennox on. I got a question. Fire. She's fire. Do you feel that? Do you feel that creativity is really more like cookie cutter concepts now, rather than just everybody being in your own unique self? I think it's reversed. I feel like because you got to think everybody sound like each other. It was for a while, but I think it's reversed. What y'all think? I just feel like um, it's kind of hard to deviate from what's just popular culture. So as much as it seems like everybody's talking about the same thing, it's more of a reflection how we all just really do the same shit, to be honest with you. Um, it all relates to a certain degree. Um, I mean, I don't think we've heard anything that we were like, well, this doesn't really reflect us. So I just think... Um, as much as it seems repetitive, it is what it is. But I mean, do you feel like we all are feeling the same thing at some point in time where, you know, like, think about it back in the day in the 90s where especially when you have R&B sounds. You have Fuller sounds, like the Jody Seas and so on and that. Then you have somebody like John B. and Joe who are real powerful vocalists and things like that, but they talk about certain separate things and separate, separate occasions. And also, do you feel like a label? You know, kind of dictates that, and the fact that people, the fact that people are more accessible now in regards to their celebrity. I'm gonna be honest. In 2020, I don't think artists like John B. and Jodeci are are relevant and can be made relevant. As unfortunate so as that cool sound can make a make a comeback. It's um, it's nice and it's a great quality, but it doesn't lead to more sales. We're not in those times that's just something to go back to. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, does that lead to somebody, like, if we talk about music, does that lead to everybody sounding like the I don't know if we, we mean, listen to traditional singers like that. No, anymore. uh-uh. Like, as much as we... Groups make a full sound as well. Nobody takes the time out to really uh, sing right. like that. But so, if we had a new artist that was, like, a Joe now, like... You, you, that's what I'm saying. You got to think. Nobody has really come back with that. Grungy sound, you know. Everybody. Well, to- someone has come back with that grungy sound. Ooh. We don't want to give him that acknowledgement because that Triple X and Tassion. No, but back he's not a singer. Sound. He's a rapper. Says who? But that's the. But that's different. That's the. That's the one trend that you can can talk to about today because, yeah, he may come out as a hip hop artist and quote unquote have bars and rapping this and that. But- I think he was an artist. I yeah, think uh, you would never. Say what I'm he saying he raps. But was he R&B? Why not? He just has to have an R&B project to be labeled as R&B. Kind of. But I mean, but but I mean, but that's why we I have. I think R&B. we should classify artists. We should classify the projects and the content that they make. But do you? But how? I agree with that. But then also, but is that kind of the reason why we have artists like Drake today as the top selling artist in hip hop and R&B? You get what I'm saying? Because he sings and raps. Well, would you Art- say Drake is a rapper or a singer. I say Drake is an artist. Would you say Drake, Drake is a rapper or a singer? I say Drake is an artist. Why other? Because there's hip hop. Why right? one or the other? Because what is Travis Scott? Comparing it to a rapper. He's no, a rapper. He's he's a rapper. He's, I feel like it's. I say more. Nelly's a rapper. What? Nelly's an artist. Nelly's a rapper, bro. Nelly's a rapper. He's a rapper. Listen, oh, rapper, bro. This is my rule. So you would put if we were ranking artists, the Notorious B.I.G. is a rapper because he made predominantly rap music. Tupac is a rapper because he made predominantly rap music. But that's why he's saying artists. So basically, the fact that I got a question. I got a question. So when you put a read, let's put it like this. This is an engineering question. This is on some sonics. No, no, hold on. Before you, before you get into that, what percentage of your catalog has to be? one or the other for you to deem you to be one or the other. It has to be a consensus at that point. If Ty if Ty makes only R&B and she starts to rap, I'm gonna say Ty is a singer that raps, but if she starts to does more rapping, I'm gonna say she's just an artist. And you need to see what and you just need to see what time you catch her on that day. But that's what I'm saying, because it's like, so 
if somebody puts a melody to a song to a certain point, like think about 50 Cent's 21 question. He put a melody at the front of the song. Is he still a rapper or he's all? Artist. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can't just say artist because everybody's uh, technically artists and they say, I mean, but what genre? That wouldn't apply to 50 Cent, a rapper. He's a rapper. Okay, but he got 21 questions. He got. Uh, you get what I'm saying? A percentage of his catalog. Yeah. I feel like your content has to be 50 50 yes. for you to be considered an artist. So I Thank get you. that Drake is an artist. But I mean, I mean, but the thing, everybody is an artist in their own sense, but what genre do we fit them in? You get what I'm saying? But I mean, like, when you Some see genres, you see, like, hip hop and rap. You could put R&B and soul. For Drake, it's. Hip rap and uh, kind of, yeah, you know I'm saying, I but I mean, but I mean, but then, but then you tie in the certain sonics and things like that. Like, when you when you see artists use live instruments, do you classify them as art just because you see a drums, a trumpet, a, a bass guitar, and a string guitar with the piano in the sense? I mean, like, for Jake, do you like, like how Jay Z did when his unplugged? You know what I'm saying? Let me, I mean, let, me, let, let me let me let me hit the pause button right now just to let the room know that Ty is currently shopping for lotion. <laughs> <laughs> so she really is really uninterested. Okay, she bored. You know what? <laughs> Too much rapidy rap. Rapid rap. Wrap that shit up, B. I mean, we we we, we can talk. We can talk for two two days about this shit, boy. Hey, no, but hey, what's good with y'all? Awesome. Well, yes, Real thing you. though, for R and B, the one who's bringing it back is Snow Allegra. Hey, if you I'm talk never about mad at that. Talk she about it. is really nah, good. No, no, it's, it's not because uh, I'd say Gibeon, Gibeon from the Dripper. You know, oh, you know no, now you want to talk Cause, about Because the thing is, yeah, like, like, you see, you hear, like, I'm, I'm big on music theory. You hear so many you hear so many artists sing in a certain type of tone where everybody starts to sound like, you don't hear it but too much. he sounds like, how do you pronounce it, Sampa, But I mean, yeah, but I mean, you have, but you have a low-end sound. You don't see too many sorry singers with a baritone or a bass sound. Hey, let's put That's a, different. Let's put a button on this topic because we'll I feel be like this will really uh, be a great one we could dive into next week for Fuller Length. So, um, you know, we never can end a great conversation off on what's good with everybody this week. Please let me know what's good. I mean, it's been 50-50. Shit's been fucked up. Shit's been positive. It's, it's however you feel that day, but I'm talking about today. What's good with y'all? I mean, not, not not to bum rush the mic, but uh, today is a good day. Shout out to my my boy Dougie Allen. Dougie, it's his birthday. My brother. Shout so, out. I mean, we we here celebrating. It's all good vibes, so that's that's what's good. I would have to say, um, I'm about like I know I've been every every week I've been talking about my weight goal, and I'm about five six pounds away from my goal. Hey. So Always great. Keep that going. Keep that energy going. Health as well. Hell yeah. Like we said, like we said, behind every woman is a great man. Shout out to Uno. Shout out to Uno. Make that man better. (laughs) What's good with you, Greg? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been waiting all week for this motherfucking insecure finale. And I'm excited to watch this shit. We were supposed to get into some predictions. Uh, I'm gonna just have the last word on it and just say that Condola's pregnant. All time. But she's gonna have a miscarriage season five. Wow. I'm calling Why you gotta it. go there? I'm calling. <laughs> I'm calling. I haven't seen any of it. I'm just saying I that. Seen any of that. So does she move to San Francisco with Lawrence once he gets his job? Yes. They're gonna try to make the family thing work, and then it's not just gonna be a thing, and then he's going to back in LA. Do you want that? Do I want that? I mean, that, that makes for a great season. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want to see Issa and Lawrence necessarily back together. Well, I didn't think I wanted to see them back together. I don't want to see Issa and Nate though. So I don't want to see Issa and Nathan. Nathan's a weirdo. If we if we spitball <laughs> if we spitballing theories, possibly because he's like. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, that's what we doing. That's what we doing. Nah, it's just because he's a barber and his fade is not that tight. Mm. So I'm sorry. That's what makes. I mean, just because you cut hair don't mean you can cut your own. True. That's that bipolar in him. One thing I really like about him. Hey, but if we spitball. 
spitballing theories, this is what I think is gonna happen. Uh, my boy Andrew is gonna get tired of Molly. Yes. Yes. She Andrew's is. Out of she, she neglects to he realize. He probably been that. cheating, in my opinion. He been creeping. I don't know yeah, if he's he cheating, but life. she's gonna have to go back to therapy. I mean, therapy. Therapy. Thank you. <laughs> she has to go back to therapy <laughs> and uh, realize that she's the common denominator in her problems. Although she does have points, she goes about it very wrong. Yes. But. In therapy, she realizes that everybody, everything that she's looking in the mate is that nigga. Tori. Can y'all stop spoiling it for me? I haven't watched any of them. But shots are secure because they really. These are all predictions. Movies. None of this is this, concrete. Of this season, of this season that's out. Monica, what you think? Mine. Oh, well, no, what I was just saying is You got until 6 p.m. to binge watch the whole season. They really like. <laughs> Start. Now. Like, okay. support local, yes. like local things, like local businesses. If you really look at, like, if you watch stuff, it's just like, oh my gosh. Um, I saw my friend on it one time, and we all, me and, actually, I don't know why I'm putting this on podcast. We saw someone we know, we knew before. Talk on about it. it. No, it was just a, a friend from. It was just a friend from. Guy college we saw her face on it like you see a lot of familiar faces you also see a lot of like underground music that you're oh like, so you don't fuck with her no oh no <laughs> i don't want to talk about it it's just the soundtrack is really good no hell no no okay i'm done <laughs> y'all done look what y'all done oh, with look nah but insecure definitely puts a spotlight on the city shout out to them for that um honestly that's kind of one of the main motivations of starting this podcast Kind of being like the insecure of podcasts, like being from the city, being homemade, but at the same time, being able to reflect and relate to people all across the nation. So with that being said, another episode in the books. Great one, y'all. I appreciate y'all dialogue and perspective as always. Shout out to Dougie. We going up today. Happy birthday. If we all sound a little slizzard, it's because we all are slizzard. And, uh, Especially me. But before before we get out of here, though, I want to say this one last thing. Shout out to Combat Jack. He always said it in his outro. Dream them dreams, then man up and woman up and live those dreams. Because a life without dreams is black and white. And the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Yes, sir. See y'all next week, y'all. Bye. Bye. Hey, Jesus.